Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion and hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes. Yay! And if you haven't already, please leave us a rate and review on iTunes. We really appreciate that. It actually helps us get out to more Bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching. Yes, and please subscribe to us. Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jolene Lenzer Hernandez, and I am here with my wonderful co-host, a.k.a. my mom, a.k.a. Nana. Nana, what's up? Hi. Hi, kids. Beautiful day in Minnesota today. It had to be, oh my gosh, it had to hit 60. It was just really nice. A little cloudy, but the sun came out and we had some warmth. It was good. So you're feeling good, Nana. Give us a little uh, quarantine update because you guys are up in Minnesota. I'm in Los Angeles and you are under like a social distancing, self-isolating, stay away. They closed down your restaurants. Like what's happening in Minnesota right now? Not much. Um, I did go up to the store to get McDonald's and came back. You go to a store um, for that? Well, you know, what do they call it? Just McDonald's, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, you just do the, you just do the <laughs> drive-thru. You just do the yeah, drive-thru. The store, the drive-thru. And, you know, Minnesota people were not showy. Not yeah. very much. No. But but can you see what's behind me here? <gasps> Nana, you bragger. I cannot believe you would do that when your daughter's butt has. Now I have two more rolls because my good friend Sarah traded me a four-pack of teepee for a six-pack of Heineken that dad left behind when you guys were visiting. And how dare you Costco shame me? <laughs> I didn't Costco shame you. Bill brought us over toilet paper otherwise we wouldn't have had any he gave us the eight pack that he had because he had three of those big 12 packs so um we were very excited to get the toilet paper and i just would throw something out tonight that anyone that wants to give something to the podcast the largest amount i will mail them a roll of toilet paper Oh my gosh, Nana is throwing down. For everyone joining us live tonight on YouTube, if you want to send us a super chat, which means your chat will be illuminated and we will read it, um, Nana will mail you one roll of toilet paper. <laughs> that's right. Now that's be the largest amount. The largest amount. Oh so my gosh. So you guys, the, at, if you're interested. At, if you're thinking about it, if you're thinking about it and you yourself, you know, you've had to cut back with different things because the comedy shows aren't happening. Um, none of the things that you and Chell are involved in, everything's closed down. So it is a time just to help out other people. I don't, I don't get a dime out of this. The sheer joy of helping my daughter. Nana, I are think you that's having great. a fundraiser for me right now on this podcast? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. So I let me entice you with how soft this is. Very okay. soft. 
and big rolls, not those little rolls, <laughs> big roll. If so yeah, well, just well, just PM me. Is that what you say? Did you say with your address? PM me. PM me. Oh, I thought you said you will just pee on me. I was like, what are you talking about? I I am not into that. <laughs> I I never was. Well, maybe once, but anyway. Nana, you better oh, not stop be that. that nasty oh, stuff. would you stop? So I'm just kind of telling you what's happening in Minnesota. We are getting on each other's nerves a little bit. We've been together since we were 16, and I gotta you say, we still. We're still not running out of things to talk about, which really pisses me off. You know what Shonda says? Why don't in the chat? Why don't you just mail Jolene some toilet paper? <laughs> you know that really would be nice. And if you want to give something, that's cool. And just say, please donate the roll to Jolene, and I will send it off. To oh her. my gosh, this is—you guys are so sweet. Well, it's always nice if you want to support the channel. Super chat is always an option. We got two coming in already. Oh my gosh. First one is from Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. Tammy. Thank says, you, Tammy. I chose dancing over the top. Um, so I think a lot of people are missing Papa. Last episode when we went oh. live, he actually would dance for money. We were pimping him out. And then Linda Burke, Nana's BFF, just gave us nine ninety nine. I have a feeling she's getting the toilet paper, but maybe not. We don't know. You can drop it off, but then you guys can't hug or anything. You just drop it off. We can't hug. No. We do the Minnesota bump. You can't even yeah. go that close. You have to stay six feet apart. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing, it looks like, like Lady Di says in the chat, we're doing the first TP fundraiser. So yes. Thank I you like the, it. Thank you for I supporting like the channel anytime you can. Everybody's, uh, you know, we appreciate it. We appreciate any support you can give, whether it's comments, giving us a like, giving us a subscribe, rating us on iTunes, which a lot of you did. We did have a rating recently, Nana, of some sweet person that was like, where are you, ladies? I need you. Because oh, I had it. Isn't that nice? Yeah, I had an updated um iTunes oh. in a little bit in a hot minute because we were traveling and then this hit and we were just going live a lot on YouTube and I always assume everyone just watches us from YouTube but I forget no there's a lot of people that just like iTunes oh. and have the okay. audio so if you are listening just so you know Nana did show us a mountain of Costco toilet paper that she Excuse now has me. do you want to see it one more time mm -hmm. just to think about it yep and maybe if I grab a roll Okay. Oh, she's up now, you guys. You're missing it. She's in her jam jams. I don't even know. I'm in my pajamas. There she goes. Cute. It's a nice big roll. That's a thick ass roll, Nana. Yes. This is a Costco That's roll. That's a two -ply. My son gave it. Thank you. Thank you. And it's got the little <laughs> creases. It cleans you real well. Oh, it and, cleans um, you real well. <laughs> like... cleans you real well. And um, it's just something that, you know, everybody needs. You're like a, point a time. you're like a Barker's beauty, but you're like a butthole's beauty. Do you know what I mean? From the TV. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Did you ever think, Nana, that this would become like uh, Fonda saying in the chat, our new currency in the United States? Did you ever think you, there'd be a time where we'd be running low on toilet paper? I mean, let alone a pandemic, but just the fact that there are people oh. out there. I mean, like Chell and I. Every store, I mean, we're not supposed to leave the house very much in California here. We've left it probably no. in the two weeks or however it's, I don't even know how long it's been that we've all been staying inside. We've probably left the house maybe two, three times to go to the store. And one day we were out, we went to multiple stores and we couldn't find any toilet paper. I got Kleenex and now, uh, which is a good thing they probably should have done earlier is they're limiting you to one box or one container of things per person. 
Absolutely. I, we finally found eggs the other day mm-hmm. and I went up to Quick Trip and I just got eggs and bread and chocolate milk for Frankie, our grandson. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, um, they didn't have eggs the last two times or last time I was there. So they're limiting you to two dozen, which is who needs more than two dozen? Oh, my you know? gosh. So anyway, I think that's good that they're limiting people because mm-hmm. people really can't think for themselves and Ugh. This hoard, this hoarding is ridiculous. Don't be a whore. I mean, don't hoard. Don't, <laughs> don't be Actually, a whore hoarder. Be a, be a whore in the classical sense of the word, but don't be a hoarder. You know, you don't want to be that's, that person that's... No. Now, did you hear the story, Nana? There was this guy, and he was crossing state lines, and he was collecting TP and hand... I think mostly hand sanitizer when this first hit, and reselling uh, it, price gouging on Amazon for like 70 bucks uh a hand sanitizer, like a Purell thing. And then Amazon caught on, stopped him. So now he's got like 17,000 or some ridiculous number of Purell hand sanitizers in his garage. And he was pissed because he's like, how am I going to sell all this? Well, maybe you shouldn't have done that in the first place, you asshole. I know. Try to get a real job and if you can go to it. Um, Yeah, so that's just ridiculous. People are just... No. You Come on, start, people. start thinking of somebody but yourself. I think that's what Chell and I were talking about. This is showing COVID-19, coronavirus is really showing how selfish uh, we kind of are as a society and how now, since this is a world pandemic, it's not just about what happens in the United States. It ha- it's about what happens in the world. We have to care about everybody. It's not, you know, there's no, there's no borders on this. That's the thing. Well, and then one thing is bothering me on Facebook lately, and people are retweeting it or is that what they call it or sharing Are it again and Twitter, again Nana? no i said it wrong you know okay. that <laughs> I, I, I said it wrong so sharing it sharing. on facebook yeah and they okay. keep sharing it and it's the we are the world song i've been singing it ever since 1989 whenever it came out mm-hmm. so now they're jumping on my bandwagon so anyway how did you make this wonder- pandemic about you <laughs> I can turn anything in about me. I can just turn it around. But anyway, Minnesota is good. I've gotten to the point where um, I just got done taking my vacuum apart and scrubbing up the filters. And they'll be dry by morning. We're pretty excited. Yeah, Nana, I talked to her today on the phone and she said, I could hear my dad was having a concert, which usually means he's turned the music up. He's got some Dylan, some Neil Young. He's reliving his youth. He's had a couple banquet beers, which is the Coors original. He's just Midwestern dadding it up. And then I, my mom picks up the phone and she's like, I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> I did say the F word, didn't I? Yeah, oh. you're good like that. I love it. <clears throat> I know I did say the F word. Sorry about that. But I I just, you know, you pray for this time. Can I just have some peace to myself? And then you get it and you don't like it. So now what? Yeah. (laughs) So now what? Exactly. Well, it sounds like the guy I was referencing earlier, people are saying in the chat that he went on and ended up having to donate it. So, ha ha. Oh, Oh, good. Oh, good. I hope he kept his receipts for the IRS. Oh, good. Speaking of good, Bethany Frankel, and I know you don't watch The Real Housewives of New York City, but she I know has, who she is. She has put her money to good use. Like, she started Be Strong, which is an organization that helps during, you know, uh, times where you need relief, like hurricanes, natural disasters, a pandemic. And she's really stepped up during this pandemic, too. So shout out oh. to Real Housewives doing real good in this world. Because, you know, Ramona, she's just... 
just hauled up with her ex Mario, which I think we talked about last time. I don't think she's doing yes. anything to help the world other than tightening her face more. But uh, <laughs> I know, isn't she my age? Yeah, Ramona. No. I think she's like a little younger than you. She's in her sixties. I mean, I couldn't believe it. She doesn't have a wrinkle on her face. It's like, wow. Mm -hmm. That's my Ramona hate for the day. But uh, shout out to Bethany Frankel because that is quite amazing. I think. And what is it that she, uh, Skinny Girl? Was that Skinny Girl? Yeah, she got rich off of Skinny Girl. I think she sold it to like one of the big alcohol companies but kept the brand but sold something. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not good with the business. but. um. Well, you know, this is the first time in our married life that, we can't run out and go shopping and do this stuff. And I actually have a couple bucks in my checking. What? And I look at it every day and I think, wow. So this what this is what it's like when you don't shop or do anything. It really, you get a little- it really is. And, um, you know, I do think, though, unfortunately, it'll probably drive up the divorce rate because you're just thinking of people who normally were so distracted. Luckily for Chell and I, we're around each other a lot anyways, being comedians, creatives. We work from home, you know, um, so we've we've had a lot of experience with being around each other. Not saying we don't get annoyed with each other, because I know he's been sharing memes on Instagram, thinking I don't see, but it's like being married to an extrovert during the pandemic, and it's uh, basically <laughs> from I forgot which show it was the Amy Poehler show. You didn't see it, Mom, because it was this century, but it <laughs> it's not on Bravo. Um, oh, it wasn't. Okay, Parks it wasn't the Rec. 60s. It was Parks and Rec, and Amy Poehler's character is just like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And that's pretty much how our day is with me and Chell. I'm at home going, Chell, look at this. Chell, I'm going to do this dance. Chell, do you want to do a dance live on Instagram? And he's like, no. And I was like, do you, you want to do this? Um, I'm hungry. You should make scones. Chell, smell my hair. Does this smell funny? Like, this is constant. Oh, you remember that, don't you? <laughs> I'm your mother. I lived many years with this he's got a lot of years to catch up (laughs) yeah so you can't leave you can't like go to Kohl's I think there's so many distractions and when you're truly with someone 24 7 everything they do breathe I mean all the little things you're just like you're breathing so hard why does your why does your jaw make that clicking sound every time you bite into a sandwich a sandwich shouldn't be that hard to chew why haven't you ever had that looked out is it TMJ are you okay you know you're just always wondering watching each other sleep saying will you awake in the morning I don't know do I care okay I still do it's a good sign you know what I mean that's that's that really is a good sign that you care (laughs) if they wake up (laughs) Um, ours has been kind of touch and go. Um, (laughs) I put a mirror under his nose and he fogged it up. So I thought, oh, we're good for another day. (laughs) Well, Blonde Spider in the chat says that my man is a mail carrier and is working, but I still want to stab him. So there you go. I think if you don't want to stab the person you're with, you know, um, a, a couple times a week, it's not real love, you know, and I'm not advocating, obviously, for no, um, no use, but I think we all are just like, or you know what? Even it's even more in love when you want to just stab your own eye. Or I have this fantasy sometimes of just opening up my car door while we're driving on the freeway and just falling out. You know, just going, I'm over. This is it. You know, when you get really frustrated, have you ever had that feeling? No, just me. No, I thought <laughs> of walking into traffic once. Of course, I was drinking quite a bit, but anyway. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious, Nana. 
Thank you. Well, but hopefully yeah, so- everybody is staying safe. We care about you. We love you. We know this is a very hard time. I feel very lucky that so far none of us have had any symptoms of COVID or coronavirus. So shout out to no. everyone out there if you're dealing. I mean, we're all dealing with it. And, um, you know, it's just it's scary times. It's uncertain times. And you know what? I think we will all get through this. It'll just be a lot better when we have actual actually know what's going on and we can see actual numbers and it's not just you know speculation if there were tests and all these things but uh you know nana and i are here to hopefully put a smile on your face and catch up with each other and catch up on our favorite bravo television shows right nana i couldn't have said it better i'm glad you got to say it though well you try saying it too nana i don't want to steal your thunder uh no one could All right. So Chell is in the chat. So shout out to Chell, you guys. Let's get into Hi, this. Hi, Chell. Bravo. Uh, let's start. What do you, I'll let you pick, Nana. Do you want to start with Atlanta or do you want to start with Vanderpump? Well, I'd like to start with Atlanta because right. I'm getting better getting Kenya and Portia not mixed up anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had to find out the, the differences because they really do. They're both beautiful women. They About both have the big years. eyes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Really, I know that when you told me that, and you said, no, Portia's the youngest, mm-hmm. and, you know, she's with Hot Dog Dennis, and we we haven't seen much of him. No, um, thankfully. Which is, which is a good thing. But poor Kenya's going through a rough time, and here she is in Greece, and Nini's all over her ass. That's really sad. Nini is just, boy, is she mean-spirited. Oh, and that's coming for Nini tonight. Do tell, do tell. Well, I'm sick of seeing her nipples, and I don't know about you guys, but serious. And they hang. She's got actual hanging boobs. No, she doesn't. She's got fake boobs, and they sit super high. She's 52, Nana. Have you ever seen 50-year-old, 2-year-old tits sit like that from nature? No. Yes, mine used to. No. At At 52? 52, Yes, I'm still looking good. Mine don't sit like that at 40, I don't think. I don't know. I don't have the, that huge of a boob. I feel like one of her boobs is the size of Portia's head. Maybe it was because I had more weight on me, and then my chest thing would kind of lift up from the chubbiness. So maybe that was it. I don't know. But they're not like that anymore. But I'm sick of seeing her nipples <laughs> popping out of everything. <laughs> well, that's the you thing. Know? So the episode we're talking about is episode 19. You guys ruined peaches. I'll give you a brief description. But Nana, you already got us into it. And I love it because I want to talk about that. After Portia and Tanya attempt to get all the girls to reconcile their problems, Nini apologizes to Kenya for her past hurtful comments. Marla sends Kenya to her breaking point on their last day in Greece. Candy and Cynthia are determined to reconcile Nini and Kenya. So yes, Nini's boobs fell out yet again. I mean, I don't even think she can really feel them falling out. She doesn't even realize until they're doing that activity uh, and we're jumping right ahead, but they're doing the team building and she jumps up to celebrate her and Portia winning around. And then Portia's like, titties, titties. And Nini's like, oh no, but it was out. It made friends. It got its own zip code. Like it, I know it was there. And when it pops out, it's not six feet away from anything. So, <laughs> you know, so social distancing and Nini's tatas. Yeah, they just, I'm just sick of seeing them. She was so mean in this episode mm-hmm. to Kenya. So mean. You know, but and I think. do you think, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think, to, I think that Cynthia and Candy got to stop trying to get them together. It's not working. Yeah. You know, I mean. The idea of pretending that they were going to stand up and 
do this Greek tragedy play, and they were going to play them, play Nini and play Kenya. No, I can see that was going to go right down the poop chute, and it did. Well, yeah, People hated I, it. I wanted to see it. Everyone else wanted to see it. It's just Nini, and it's just it's true, Nini, that when she feels uncomfortable, she's just going to walk off. I love how Portia's like, she went to the bathroom, she's not coming back. And I actually watched a live. Nini has a YouTube channel, and she she spoke on this, and she was just saying, you know what, I I didn't want who she felt like were more allies to Kenya to create this conversation that her and Kenya uh, should be having. So she didn't feel comfortable with them doing that. And she just got on good terms with Cynthia. So I kind of see, here's my thing. I know you guys hate me for this, but I kind of have Nini apology syndrome. Do I think Nini spitting, I know Nana's giving me a thumbs down, Nini spitting on Kenya was wrong? Yes, it's disgusting. You're better than that. Don't do that. Do I think she did give Kenya a little bit of an olive branch. And here's the thing with Kenya. Kenya can be just as mean, if not meaner to Nini. You cross Kenya and she goes for the throat just like Nini does. It's like birds of a feather and they can't get on the same page, but they both fight just as dirty. But I wonder, I mean, I know right now is not the time, but I really feel that Nini felt rejected uh, from Kenya, she felt it was kind of like a hit to her ego where she reached out and wanted to be like, hey, I'm sorry about your divorce that first night. And Kenya, she is a petty party, a walking petty party. In that moment, she could have been like, you know what? I'm going through something so much bigger. The fact that this woman actually said something, I'll at least acknowledge it. She did not acknowledge it. She instead made sure to mention everybody else saying, like, I appreciate you guys and left Nini out on purpose. Oh. She, she knows what she's doing, Kenya. I think this is a very yeah. even matchup, the two of them, you know? Yeah, I saw Kenya's face, and I saw how determined she was, and she did seem to take that wrong. It wasn't Nini calling her baby a buffalo. No, she, she was basically Nini, calling Kenya fat. Right, mm -hmm. right. I mean, I'm not saying that's right either, but yeah. she was calling her a buffalo. But at that, <laughs> that is at not that funny time, that we have to talk about that. Like, uh, this grown 52-year-old woman was calling another grown 50-year-old pregnant woman a buffalo. <laughs> and you know what happens to me when I hear buffalo? My hands start to sweat and I want to go to the casino. My favorite <laughs> game, buffalo. Nana yeah, loves oh. that slot machine. Buffalo. It's all I, I hear. I walk up to you. And there's buffalo. You're like, oh, touch me. I want to get some buffalo. Give me a little. Because you, you think it's luck when you go like this on your shoulder. Little. Yeah, we, we call it titting each other off. You walk by and you go, bing. You tit each other off. That's the name of it. Yeah. You, Paul made that up. Oh I can't gosh. take credit for that. And sometimes it works. Oh, sure it does. But yeah, so every time they're mentioning that buffalo, I'm just kind of, because we have everything shut down here. Casinos are shut down, needless mm -hmm. to say. Restaurants, you can do drive throughs um, and get food. But, um, yeah, it's really hurting everyone. It's touching everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's what and makes it a little bit, I mean, it's nice to have a distraction with Bravo, but you also realize like these women are still fighting about this and we have a pandemic going on, you know, and you're yes. like, literally Nini needs to stop calling people fat. What is it with her calling pregnant women fat? No pregnant woman is fat. They're no. pregnant. Well, when I was pregnant with you, oh, honey, are you kidding? We're calling buffalo butt. I started out really skinny, like 124 or something, and I was 204 and a half at delivery. Stop it. Yeah, well, you know what? 
it's you're creating life so i don't think you should judge yourself i know you have to watch your weight because now doctors look for gestational diabetes and other things um yeah but you know what props to all the women who uh, do that because i don't think i could i don't know i don't know well, I think it's it's getting late in life for me, but man, I just I was just talking to my friend Nicole about that on a podcast, and she said her vagina blew out. Like she was like, it basically is like your vagina blows out, and I'm like, what? What What does that mean? Well, it's just well, you know, it just pop, just blows out. Like you just like it's all open and stretched, and you know, during oh. childbirth and maybe the episiotomy, like things you just, I mean, it's amazing. It's an amazing, beautiful, oh, scary that, miracle. That- that that never happened to me. I'm as tight as a drum. Well, Nana. okay. Anyway, disgusting, Nana. No, I'm not. Thank talking, you. I'm not talking about after the fact. I'm talking about during childbirth. She's like my husband oh, yeah. watched my vagina blow up. And also, Bonnie just mentioned something in the chat. And if you guys don't think 2020 is the worst year ever yet, Megan McCain just announced her pregnancy. I mean, can we? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like did she the devil came down and was like i'm here to party bitches i she did and you know what mazel whatever uh, megan mccain is i consider her pretty pretty devil like but uh yeah so i don't She's, know how 2020 she, can get much worse nana oh my god bonnie that's funny i didn't <laughs> know she was pregnant it's new um, it's new and it's it's recent and i saw the notification for the view i subscribed to their youtube channel and i, I couldn't even click on it. i was like not nope 2020 you already did us so wrong you saved that oh, you saved that <laughs> really you know and i always said i said 2020 is gonna be a good year because it's my favorite number 20 because i was born on the 20th mm-hmm. and and i always get i always have better luck in the even number years oh, so yeah. i don't know yeah well you know I, what? I think i do we're just in march and um uh, you know, I want to think that it's going to all get better. But once I saw that, I was like, of course, of course she is. <laughs> well, is she, is she married? She is. She's married to oh. another, uh, uh, like a Breitbart dickhead kind of guy where he, I don't know what news, oh. news I put in quotes, website or publication he works for, but he's been known to say some pretty dumb ass okay. things online as well and have zero empathy for people. So I'm sure it'll be a, you know, just a, a great, uh, a great time for that kid. <laughs> yeah. And we wouldn't find any, you know, bad things to say about a child, but we sure can no. say bad things about her. No, And you know what, <laughs> hopefully have, you know, safe pregnancy, all that. It's just, I just thought it was very ironic <laughs> and also funny as a comedian, just that like, wow. And Megan McCain's <laughs> having a baby. Wow. <laughs> Wow is right. So oh that's my how 2020's going, Nano. So let's talk about the tiara that was thrown in the pool. Okay, the crown. Mm-hmm. What were those made out of? They looked really pretty. You know what? Do you know? I don't, Nana, and I don't know if I care. Is that okay? Uh- <laughs> I think you should care because it looked better on some of them. I liked it. Okay. If I could get one, I might kind of... <laughs> figure out how to craft one up now that I got time on my hands and and I'll well, wear it for our next podcast. I'm sure you could grab like a um maybe if you have even though you're not supposed to have no wire hangers, maybe you could grab a wire hanger and kind of create oh, that look okay. with maybe some leaves around the house or something on your plants. And make it very yes. Grecian because they're in Greece and they're the They're in Greek Greece, yeah. Goddesses. Now I know we talked about this a little last time, but I just I love the cats everywhere and the women cannot stand the cats oh. everywhere. 
And they clearly I, aren't cat people because the cat's jumping up on the counter with the food. I was like, yeah, you just tell them to get off. But they're, Candy's like, I can't believe this shit. Like, it's just like. <laughs> cats jump. If you got food out, they're going to jump up for it. So you just got to be a little <laughs> bit more careful. And it looked like great food. And why do they always have this great looking food and no one's ever eating? What's wrong with that? They're housewives. If anything, I think Atlanta housewives eat a little bit more than some of these chicks. But Oh, um, I, w- I would be up in the buffet line. Hello. Mm-hmm. That they, looked good. They probably like added that food. part out or something like that. So, yeah, I love all the cats there. Shonda's saying she loves the cats. Bonnie loves the cats, too, in this episode. Um, oh, yes. Just going yes. around Greece. Okay, so finally, Kenya, you know, when they have this fight and Nini does the spit, and uh, it's just apparently it's a popcorn kernel. I, what do you think about that, Nana? It wasn't a popcorn kernel. No, she spit at her. She was just gutter. I mean, I'm sorry. That was just gross. I think the grossest and thing you can do is spit on someone, really. And what do I say when I get mad? I'm so mad I, I'm could, so spit. Mad I could spit. You say that all the time. Exactly. And I've never seen you spit once in your life. No, I don't like spitting. You know, I can handle a lot. Yeah, I can handle a poopy diaper. <laughs> I can funny. handle anything like that. But if I see somebody that gobbed on the sidewalk or something, oh. I'm about ready to lose it. That's yeah, the only some- time I think I'm not a feminist is I don't like when men do it, but I especially don't like if I'm with like a girlfriend and she hawks a loog. I'm like, what? what? Who are you? What are you oh, doing? Stop That's it. when I'm like a total misogynist sexist when I'm like, mm, we don't spit like that. Um, unless you're running a marathon, calm it down. Go wait, save it for home or something. <laughs> I know. Go blow your nose. Go to the bathroom. Do something else. Don't be spitting that. Ugh. Yeah. So Kenya, you know, they do. It seems like, you know, this fight, I had to go back and rewatch it a couple times because there are these moments where it seems like Nini is then calming down and then trying to apologize and then trying to say, um, that, hey, like you were saying, I wasn't calling your baby a buffalo. But I think Kenya's just over it. She's been done with Nini for so long. I really thought, I think she thought this was going to be the season she could just get rid of her. She would come back. Everyone's mad at Nini. It would stay that way. And now she's seeing Nini mend fences with, like, Portia. And like you said, yeah. Portia was just on one. She's like, ah, no, 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 no. Don't. You're trying to be the in-between in this fight. No, Portia. Just sit back and just listen to the crap. Yes. Don't even come out with anything because once she started coming out with something, she wouldn't shut up. Yeah. She kept at it and at it, rat-a-tat-tat, rat-a-tat-tat. And I love Portia. I think she's beautiful. And and I love I love Candy, hands down. Candy's my favorite on this show. But honest to God, Candy, give it a break. Don't try to be the peacemaker. No, it's not going to work. It's not It's not working. And, it, and it's, they're not worth it. No. That friendship is not worth it. They're, they were, even when they did flashbacks to when they were kind of friends, I barely remember that. That was like two two seconds that they tried to be friends. It's just two super strong personalities with big egos that are never going to get along. Jill is saying in the chat uh, that Jill hates spitting, especially a loogie. I'd rather see you pee. Jill, I'm with you. I would rather see someone just pull down their pants and pee in front of me. Than oh, yeah. I can't stand that. Oh, I can't either. It's just so gross. I'm just, oh, no. No, so gross. Um, I wanted to talk more. Um, Anyway. (laughs) I wanted to talk more. Go ahead, Nana. Shout out to Farmer and Marty in the chat. Farmer says they're working from home and trying not to go stir crazy. Thanks for the goodness for YouTube. Thank goodness for YouTube and TV call so I can socialize a bit. Marty says, hello from Rhode Island. Lovelies, I need you tonight. Well, we are here for you guys. We are here. 
So now Rhode said, Island. Oh, I like Rhode Island. I've never been there. I've never been there. <laughs> but I like it because it was the only other state besides Minnesota that Mondale took when he ran for presidency. Walter Rhode Island Mondale. and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So Walter Mondale. Yeah, you got to love him. You got to give a, anyway. a reference for any Gen Z's listening or possible. Okay, uh, Walter Walter Mondale. Mm-hmm. He was a vice president when Hubert or was vice president for. Jimmy Carter, mm-hmm. and then he ran himself and didn't make it, needless to say, the presidency, but he Minnesota, showed up. So, of course, as true Minnesotans, we have to like all things from Minnesota. So every time I hear Rhode Island, I think, good for you, Rhode Island. You voted for Montana. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, that's only 1976, so I'm getting over this stuff. Well, Marty says, come to Newport. JFK was married here, Nana, and that's <gasps> huge for you, Nana. Oh, oh, look at okay, her. She just JFK Jr. or the real one? I think the real one because I think when people say JFK Jr., they put Jr. Okay, right? and I shouldn't say the, I shouldn't say the real one. When that was going on, JFK Jr.'s plane was oh my lost. gosh, that was oh. such a tragedy. It was horrible. Tragedy and oh, Fonda says anyway. Nana control your ovaries because when <laughs> we brought up where JFK was married, you go oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know he was a cheat and stuff. We know it now. We sure didn't know it then. Um, of course, I was in third, fourth grade when he was assassinated. But anybody with a right mind knew that he was charismatic and just fun to look at. Yeah, definitely. Blonde Spider says, it must be amazing to have parents who are Democrats. You know it is. They're still boomers at heart, though. So I still have to talk them into a lot of things. Like I told my parents, okay, we have to make sure that we're staying in. And you've been really good about that. And I would like to get you on some kind of grocery service where you can just go pick it up. We'll set it up. She's pretending she has a gun in her mouth and blowing her brains out right now, which is really nice. Um, So that you guys don't have to go into the store because they're advising everyone over 60 stay out of the grocery stores. And I just need you to be safe. That's all. No, and I appreciate that. But he and I do. I appreciate that. I think that's very nice. But you still kind of have to get out there and get groceries. And we're not running every day. And besides, I send dad. So you what? um, Besides you what? I send dad. So it's a break for dad. So you're willing to risk dad getting coronavirus just to have a break from mom then to do the delivery. No, well, you should see him leave the house. He's got his blue plastic gloves on. Okay. Well, they're Disposable latex. Gloves. They those like. And then he's got his little mask on and out the door he goes and he takes his little wipes with him and he's wiping everything off. That's good. So, because now apparently yeah, you're supposed I mean, to wash off your groceries when they come, when you get home, take everything out of the packaging, even your bread, your cereal, take it out of the box because that bag inside was most likely not contaminated. So, there is a lot of stuff we have to I do know. to stay safe. Um, unfortunately, but it's, yeah. it's important to do it. And me and Nana go back and forth because Nana's like, yeah, I feel like boomers think like this. And and please correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not trying to be insulting at all. I think you guys are just like, we live through this, we live through that. Remember how grandpa's generation was the greatest generation? He'd be like, yeah, we got through the depression. And you guys are kind of like, we, you kids calm down, we got through it. But this is like a big pandemic that we've never really seen before. I am not downplaying this one mm-hmm. iota. I am not. It's, um, you know, we're lucky enough to to live someplace where we can go outside. Yes, have a yard. Walk, land. walk, around, mm-hmm. walk around the yard. Yeah, that's really nice to be able to do that. Um, I do, I, I just, you know, I feel for people 
uh, especially people that are uh, alone, really don't have family or close friends. And even if you have close friends, you can't really see them. So it's all this social yeah. networking. Well, people who live alone, um, I think it, there's two options. Either you love it or you wish you didn't. You know what I mean? And I think it's the same thing when you live with someone. Either you love it or you wish you didn't. And um, But the number one thing is just protecting people who are, you know, uh, you know, have immune issues where, or, or sick that it might, they right. might be more susceptible. And also, I, ha- I know that you hate this, Nana, because you have these great neighbors who you love and you don't hate them at all. But you keep saying, what do they think I'm, I, I, what do they think? I'm just so old. It's like, no, they actually love you. So they keep checking on you. And it's not because they think you're feeble or elderly. It's just that we're hearing on the news over 60, over 60, over 60. So if no one reached out to you, then you should worry. They should be like, what did I do in my life? No, no, one no I, would, I would never <laughs> say that. They're wonderful neighbors. And he just came up to the end of the driveway. He was out there with his kids and I was taking the garbage down and he goes, how are you guys doing? I said, we're doing good. Well, if you need us to run and go someplace for you, like the grocery store, we're happy to do it. That, you don't find that. That's beautiful. But you had another neighbor or someone else ask you something too, and you're like, gosh, I feel so old, like I'm feeble. And it's not that. It's just we hear the age, and we just think, oh, okay, so my mom's over 60. But but you're thinking like 80 or something. Well, well, right. Isn't that funny? Because I think 65, I think, oh, that's no big deal. It but is no big I'll, deal. Te- I'll tell you, when I was 40, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 16, I thought the 20s were a big deal. Like, oh, my God, they're old. So it's kind of funny how you think through your life. But I do appreciate good neighbors, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, um, yeah, I just, I guess I didn't feel like I always thought that, that I would be the one to help people. Not people coming to me saying, yes, you're not can used I help to you? others helping you because you're definitely the helper. You always have been. I always say you should have been like a nurse or a doctor. I say nurse because they tend to have better, you know, bedside manner. Um, oh, so I yeah. Because like be, you're so good at helping and taking care of people. So I think that's it. And But I feel like Nana reacts like an old man. You're trying to take his driver's license. She's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. You're like, no. You're I can see. I can see me fighting about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to take my dad's, you know, and we had a discussion with the doctor and we just, we gave it to the doctor and the doctor said, well, it's time that you, and she was a woman, it's time that you give up driving. Yeah. And hearing it from the doctor was different. And the reason we did this is he got pulled over by a policeman on horseback. <laughs> and let me explain. What? He was just at the Ramsey County. It was the... It was across the street from the Ramsey County Fair, and they have White Bear Avenue has a parade. And he turned in front of some pedestrians, and there was a cop there on horseback, and he pulled him over. What? I said, oh, for Christ's sake, we had to pay a fine. He didn't um, yield for the pedestrians, number one, but to be pulled over by horseback, you know you're driving too slow. Yeah, just drive faster, bro. (laughs) I know, honey. I know. That was grandpa. That was totally grandpa. That was totally grandpa. He got in trouble on the freeway once. The cop went on the loudspeaker, and my grandpa couldn't hear that well, and he said, hey, if you're not going to pick it up, get off the freeway, because he was going so slow, and my grandpa's like, yeah, I know him. It's like, no, you don't. No, he's talking about how you don't drive fast enough. (laughs) Weren't you and Billy in the car with him? I think Billy was. Billy was. Oh, I think. And Billy said he just kind of sunk down. He was embarrassed. But anyway. Grandpa wasn't embarrassed. But yeah, Billy was embarrassed. For Billy sure. was embarrassed. Yeah. 
So, uh, shout out to Kiki Kazoo in the chat. Uh, apparently, it's Kiki's birthday. Happy birthday, Kiki. Oh, happy birthday, Kiki. I love people born in March. My sister was born in March. My husband, my mom. Very nice. All the good so people. It, is it today? Yeah, I think so. That's what they're saying. Oh, what is she doing for her birthday? Well, you know, listen to us. That's what it sounds like. So, Nana, we got to get back into this episode. Uh, and we will. And it was and just our mod Fonda's birthday, too, the other day. So shout out to Fonda, who's with us and moderates oh. and is wonderful and fantastic. So Absolutely. Hi, Fonda. So, yeah, happy birthday to all the people celebrating. It's a different way to celebrate probably for a lot of people, but... Uh, it's, you know, we're all we're all doing it. We're all getting through it, and we're getting through it with lots of Nene Leaks, Areola, Kenya Moore being pissed off, and uh, Portia Williams yeah. just trying to get in the middle of it. <laughs> now, when they're doing, like she's showing her boobies, mm-hmm. when they have this lift or they get more Well, they're fake boobs. titties, for sure. But do they take off the nipple and then put it back on? Is you know, it one of those? I don't know. Because uh, exactly. I think hers looked tattooed. It was more of a color of Have a tattoo. Have you seen like the unedited? Because it lo- they usually blur out the areola. They do. They did. Oh, man has been on some naughty sites. Because you said you were doing no. some research on Atlanta Housewives, and I think you were looking up. If you Google Nini's titties, Nana, you're gonna get you know. You might get oh, some let spam. Me, let me write that down. <laughs> Nini's titties. Okay. No, but you could see it was it was a different color completely. So that's why I just thought maybe sometimes when they do remove the nipple for these procedures. You are that, overthinking these titties. From wanting maybe to know I, how maybe the crowns are made to wondering what color people's titties should, nipples should be. I don't know what's going on with you tonight, girl. You need to go read an encyclopedia or something. I know you still got them in the house because this is just... You know, my da- <laughs> I'm, I was going to say my oh dad. Oh, my God. We're never going to get this damn episode. <laughs> your dad will not let me get rid of those damn encyclopedias. He goes, it took us forever to pay those off. Yes, we got them for you guys, you know, so you could do research as far as when you were going to school. And they were, they cost us a small fortune. How much did they cost and, you? Like a thousand bucks? Um, no, they weren't that high. But they were, a small fortune back then was probably four or five hundred dollars. That was a lot of money. <laughs> Fonda in the chat says, Nana doesn't know their names, but knows their titties. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, shout out to Bonnie in the chat for giving us another super chat. We got a two ninety nine super chat, giving us a little. Oh, thank emoji. you, thank you so much. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you. That's so nice. But you know, let going going back to these encyclopedias <laughs> and titties. Um, my brother and I, we, my dad used to get the National Geographic. I think that's where my titty fetish started because you could see the, the the girls, you know, and they were, yeah. National Naked? Geographic. Yeah. And you uh, Yeah, from the waist up. So that's when you got interested in titties is in Well that's what me me and my brother would go through that those pages real slow. <laughs> Thanks, Dad, for those National Geographics. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and thanks for the encyclopedias. I mean you gotta keep the encyclopedias. It's OG Google. You know, and you never know. It could be worth money one day, Nana. Just keep it. It could be a great relic that they find long after we're gone, and it could enlighten future people. Who knows, Nana? Who knows? 
he wouldn't know if I got rid of him anyway. He, oh, would, he would know, though. Nana. Come on. Do you want to stay married or not? We're in a pandemic here. You got to keep it together. All right. So back to the housewives. What did you think about their little team building activity? I cracked up. I liked it. I really did. What was wrong with poor Cynthia and Marlo? I mean, did she not understand that that what she was supposed to be doing? Was it <laughs> which was one? It Marlo Cynthia? and Cynthia. Yeah, they were both bad at this. They were bad. I mean, she was walking like a robot, these little baby steps. I thought, <laughs> Jesus, what's wrong with her? They're already done with it, the other four. And she's still walking real slow. You were supposed to give direction to your person, tell them yeah. like where the chair is, how to go around. I love that kind of stuff because I'm not, very competitive oh, and yeah, I love are. that kind of stuff. They're not on love the same it. page. So it was, you know, they probably wanted them to be partners to build teamwork, but they were not They were oh. not working well together. But I loved watching Nini and Portia. I really do enjoy their friendship. I hope it lasts. I think just like Portia described it, they don't even half the time listen to each other. They just wait for their turn to talk and laugh. All they do is laugh. And they're so silly together. And I love seeing that side of Nini and Portia. And then with Tanya and Kenya, they're both very competitive. And so they were just dominating. Even when everyone else was quitting or falling over and trying to, to mess theirs up, they were getting upset. I know. And they were just going to keep going, keep going. But I loved, I love that part of it. I mm -hmm. loved the games. What'd you loved think the of them being at Lindsay Lohan's little Greek beach well, place? Wasn't that nice? Didn't that look nice? I wonder if she still has it because she did have a reality show about it on MTV for a season, but it did not oh, picked okay. up after that season. I know there was a lot of talk that she was, uh, you know, not uh, as sober as she should be. Just the all the always little rumblings about Lindsay. But it's funny that oh. uh, Candy mentioned Big Brother because Candy met Dina Lohan when they were both on Celebrity Big Brother a couple seasons ago before CBS canceled it, which I'll never forgive them because C Celebrity Big Brother was such a good freaking show. And Candy was on it. And her and Dina Lohan actually became friends. And Dina Lohan, mom, oh. was such a hot mess on this show. And I would do impressions of her in my YouTube videos. And it was so fun. And I miss it. I miss her. I wonder what Dina Lohan's doing now. Did she just get a DUI or something? I don't know. I'm thinking, like, if I have to think what she's doing now, it's something with prescriptions or driving under the influence. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, poor Lindsay. She didn't really have a chance did she with no they sold her to Hollywood like all these parents know. that let their kids go be stars they basically sell them to Hollywood it's like no don't you just don't do it you don't put I you don't know. let other people be in charge of your children strangers for money that's weird that's weird. every time I think of Lindsay Lohan I think of now what is that one show that she was on that movie that the girls go to camp what is it I know that the parent trap Yes, I love that one, only with Haley Mills. Oh, yes, when the, yes. When they sing that, let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking yeah. at something, something. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Okay, I, so let's see. Okay. What else uh, did we not break down in this episode? Okay, so we did talk about how Nini didn't want to do or watch the reenactment at the end. Um, we did see they had this Greek party where they got to pick which goddess they wanted to be, and I love how Portia didn't know any of the Greek goddesses. Uh, Portia was also the one, I think her grandfather was like a civil rights activist, like well-known. Oh. And Portia thought the Underground Railroad, there was a real railroad there. So it's it was rough, Nana. It was rough. It was though it was. 
that really is tough. That's um, tough. So um, I wasn't surprised. She didn't know. I do love myself. Now, what did you think about when Kenya confronted, well, Marlo confronted Kenya about coming to her hair party and Kenya said, oh, well, that's not as bad as you, you know, saying, I know why your mom never wanted you or whatever. She brought up personal things about her. What'd you think about their little tiff? Well, the worst part of that whole conversation was, I'm bringing Candy back in, Mm -hmm. is when Candy said, you know, so what she called you a buffalo. It's not like she said you were raped. Oh, you didn't didn't know that happened. Did not. Did not. And is that the same person that Candy's with? Yes. So her husband, Todd, here's what happened. Um, Portia, they did a little flashback. Portia actually, there there was just some, I don't, you know, I feel like I blocked it out because it was such a sad time in Housewives history that, um, in Real Housewives of Atlanta history, that Kenya, or that Candy, sorry, and Todd wanted to have a threesome with Portia and that maybe, I don't know, something like that. And then Portia said that she had heard that Candy and Todd were planning to drug Portia and take her back and essentially rape her. And Candy was like, what? And at the time, there was this other cast member named Phaedra, and she was kind of behind this whole taking down of Candy because her and Candy were friends at one time, and they had a bit of a falling out. So it was just a sad time for Candy because then I think even the audience, some of the audience kind of turned on Candy too, not believing she would do that, but kind of like wanting her to get over it. But that's a serious accusation. That's huge. That's a huge accusation. So... That took me by surprise. Yes. The one one part of this episode that I truly, truly loved, and maybe they'll write a book someday, is I think they're called Handlers for the Women. Yep. And Nini goes walking out again, and she starts yelling at him, going, just leave me alone. Yeah. Don't touch me. It's the producers. You know? It's every Because every housewife probably has their own like on-site producer there that pro- that helps oh. with their storyline and things like that. Because that's how it is on Teen Mom when I watch it. So you have your own little production team. And then when they're all traveling oh. together, you also have your producer there. So I think they're like, she's like, don't play with me. Don't play with me. I want to go home. I know. I'm going to go get packed and I'm going home. And I mean, she's kind of like almost pushing them. Oh, she's away last... away from her. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you didn't see any of the other previous seasons, but there was a whole incident where they went into her closet. She didn't want him. And she grabbed one of the camera guys as he was heading to her closet and ripped his shirt down to not oh, go into God. her closet. So whew. what <sighs> kind of nip? What kind of nipples did he have? <laughs> they oh, were heart shaped just... and just real puffy and beautiful. Just, you know, I like a large areola. I'm a fan because I don't have a large areola. So I like I like one that just takes up the whole boob. You know what I mean? Yeah, our family has small little ones like that. And Well, then, you didn't have to yeah. say the whole family. I just signed up to volunteer about mine, but now <laughs> Well, I think the whole family has that. When's the last time you've seen my tits? I mean, I'm not like you. You're the one that's always trying to get dressed in front of me. We call her pervy nana because she's always in the delivery room with everyone they're delivering their babies. <laughs> what is wrong with getting dressed in front of your daughter? We're both we're both women. What is, I just don't well, get it. We I normally don't. don't take off the shirt and then go, so today, and then you have a conversation. Even dad is like, Nana will be walking through the house. She'll just take her pants off. And we're like, what is happening? 
<laughs> I feel real comfortable with you people. <laughs> Feel comfortable with some new people. <laughs> we have exhibitionist Nana. I think secretly Nana is just, she would live, I think you would live in a nudist colony. I really do. Pervy, hashtag pervy Nana Fonda says, yep. You know, you would. it's not that, it's not that I'm pervy. It's just that the body, it's a body. Yeah. It's not that, you know, I don't know. And I think because my mom, you know, you're, you you go the opposite way since my mom was more like, show it if you got it. And hey, kids. And she's like in her uh, little slip, remember slips back in the day. And I'd, I'd have like girlfriends sleep over and you've got curlers in your hair and you got your bra and your stockings on. And you're like, hey, girls. And I'm like, mom, put some clothes on. And then when I was in my early 20s, you're like, how come you should show it if you got it? And I was like, mom. And so I became like super conservative. And you would always say, ah, if you're not going to show it now, when are you going to show it? <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to just like pit me out, slut me out. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> All I'm saying is that it's not going to look that good forever. So while it's looking good, you know, maybe it's the halter tops I wear. Maybe they went to my brain. I don't know. You, but looked, you looked so cute. When I was really little, we had pictures on vacation and Nana used to wear these little, um, what, what are they called? Tube tops. Tube tops. Oh, my God. That's when everything was in place. I miss tube tops. Anna, you had two kids, and you were wearing tube tops. I've never had one kid I can't wear a tube top. Well, I was young then, yeah, honey. There's Chell. Look at Chell's crazy hair. That's some quarantine hair. I love it. Is <laughs> I thought you were going to say Chell's in a tube top. Okay. <laughs> Chell looks great in a tube top. No, Nana, you've always just been more, I think you're just more confident than I ever I, was. You always, because you were always very body positive. No matter what size I was, you'd always be like, you just, I would die to look like you. You just look so good. And you got to love well, your body. You would, you never told me to diet. You never were one of those moms. And I appreciate you're that. A, you're a beautiful woman. Why would I? Yeah. You're a beautiful woman. Oh, you, Nana. You, you take after the mama anyway. <laughs> well, so you were very sweet and always so positive. And I have a lot of friends that We've talked about that before, who did not have moms who were very uh, nice about their bodies and would tell them when they gained weight. And I'll tell Nana, like, Nana, I gained like 40 pounds. And you're like, no. And I'm like, Nana, everyone knows that. No, no, you no. I think it was like when I told you a doctor said I was bipolar. You're like, I think you're just hungry. Like, that's what you. <laughs> but wasn't mommy right? You were right. Because that... the, the doctor was Thank wrong. you. Got misdiagnosed. Thank you. But you wouldn't even, <laughs> you're just like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfect. Lovely. Well, that's how, that's how I feel about my children and grandkids. So, Yeah, in just a minute, I'll let you use it. Um, okay, so let's rate this episode. Uh, one to seven housewives, seven being the, wor uh, the best, right? Yes, one being the worst. What would you rate this episode? Okay, I'm usually right on with Fonda. Oh. And I usually am, so I can't see the the chat did i mention that yet again okay yes, but we're gonna so get I, you rated or we're gonna get you seeing the chat so you guys feel free to rate it in the comments yourself in the live chat i'm giving it a five. Oh, i'm giving it a five because i love when they do the contests and things like that mm -hmm. just like they were doing the kickball and that kind of stuff so fun in episodes i love that kind of stuff i love so when they're competing fun. yes um i didn't care much you know when you said they don't know many of the greek what are they called? Goddesses? Um, I don't either. You didn't either. care for the, no. the goddess party that much? No. Well, honey, I didn't I didn't know the Greek goddesses either. I knew there was there was a Greek dressing I used to like. <laughs> 
but that that's about it. I yeah, I missed that day in class. Sorry. Nana, you're so cute. Okay. So you're giving it a five. Yes, I'm giving it a five. I'm gonna give it a five point seven five because I really liked it. I had to go back and replay the fight of trying to figure stuff out. I mean, I don't like spitting, but it was intense. And then we still had a really really fun moments in the episode with them. And yeah. um, it was still funny. I was loving Portia's little diaries because she was like, all these pussies around like last episode. She's like, good thing I didn't bring Dennis. And I thought that was pretty, I, I like that she's self-aware. I mean, I know she still, or was at the time, still trying to make it work with this cheater. But I do like that she can have a sense of humor about herself because I think a lot of, of the housewives can use that, you know, could use. I told, totally agree. I said, uh, uh, Bonnie saying green goddess dressing. Is that what you were talking that, about, Nana? That's what it was, Bonnie. Thank you. All right. So pretty good episode. Looks like in the chat, Knight is saying four. Bonnie's 5.7. Shonda, five. Fonda, five. Tammy, five. Or no, Tammy, what six. I... Blonde Spider. Yeah, you and Fonda are the same. Blonde Spider, 5.5. Chem, five. And um, Fonda says, love Cynthia's dress. Yes, yeah, Cynthia's whole look was just on point. She is gorgeous. Can I we mean, also give a shout out to these women who are all, besides Portia, I think everyone is, well, I don't know about Tanya. So Portia and Tanya are probably mid to late 30s, but everyone else is in their probably 50s. And how amazing they look in a swimsuit. And not that once you turn 50, you don't look in a swimsuit. But it is harder every decade of your life as a woman to keep it tight, keep it, you know, how they're like, keep it tight, right. keep it tight. It is so difficult. And they just looked flawless. So. They really did. And that one outfit, and I'm trying to think who wore it. It was a cover-up, and it was like a black sheer, and it had little black things going all over it. It was longer. It was beautiful. I can't remember who had it on, though. Oh, it was probably Marlo. Was it Marlo? It might have been Marlo, because I think Marlo had kind of a sheer thing that Candy was like, oh, I like that, because it was very That's it. candy That's style. That's yeah, Marlo looks pretty. amazing. They all look very amazing. And Nini's tits always look amazing. And Denise gave it a six. Okay, so let's get into Vanderpump rules. Now, Nana, all right. this is where Nana truly shines. But I am proud of you, Nana, because you were on point tonight with the Housewives of Atlanta. And I, you said you did. You were like, you know what, Jillian? I went and I looked and I really, you know, started remembering people's names. And I liked it. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I didn't know if I was having those TIA small strokes or what was it, <laughs> or if I just didn't care about the show. But I'm starting to care again mm-hmm. now that Nini's throwing some shit around. I'm starting to care a little bit more about the show. Um, I did mention, or I want to mention that Stasi was on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, how'd that go? Sh- it was really a good one. And she mentioned that her favorite is the New York Housewives. See? So if Stasi says it, it must be true. Yeah. So I might start watching some of that. You should, Nana. You should. You know? Well, and while you have time, you can go to bravotv.com and you can watch like last season or, you know what I mean? Get oh, caught sure. up and binge that way. It's kind of fun to do because their new season actually starts, I believe, next Thursday on Chell's birthday. Oh, April 2nd. So Happy birthday, Jill. We also, so here's the deal. Next week, in the next two weeks, we have a new season of Beverly Hills starting. We have a new season of oh, um, New York I'm starting. Excited. And we have a new season of Potomac. So I know that's going to be a lot for us. So Chell said he would step in and then he can watch anyone that you can't remember. Because I know you want to watch Beverly Hills because that's your jam. 
Hands down. That's those are my so girls. So if you don't want to watch New York, we can always get Chell uh, to come back in and do that. Um, and Chell's never watched Potomac, but I think I already got you on a new one, which is Atlanta. So I don't want to put you on oh. two more new ones. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll talk it out. But either way, yeah. we're definitely going to be me and Nana will definitely be covering uh, Beverly Hills. And then if Nana wants to start watching uh, New York, you are more than welcome. Was that okay, your phone ringing? Well, <laughs> yes, I, I thought I had turned it down and it was buzzing. Someone so in I the chat, I, Night of Light, said, someone's phone's ringing. <laughs> I'm really sorry. It was not a ring, but it was... Oh, the buzzer. Like, like, a, like you'll, you know what, Bonnie, you'll love this. It's Billy Ball. That's her sister-in-law. And I always ask Billy to join us and she never knows how to maybe get on to it. She wanted to join us literally on the podcast and put her on speaker. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. We can only have two stars. <laughs> we don't share the spotlight well, right, Nana? Not at all. So she was probably so, just calling to figure it out, how to join. Well, you know, what's she so busy with? Oh, What are you anyway. talking about? Well, she, I put that all over Facebook and but so did you. she might not know how. To join. Well, that's what she keeps saying, and Bonnie said she'd help her, and I told her I'd help her too. I'm going off on you, Billy. Hey, Boomer. <laughs> hey, Boomer. <laughs> oh my God. Fonda said there's only one true star, and it's Nana. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fonda, you the bomb. Yes, Fonda. I'm going I'm going back to the 80s. You the bomb. You the bomb. That's 90s. You did good. You did good. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it the 90s? Yeah, we used to go, you're the, you're the bomb. Poof. You used to go, poof. 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 Denise says, loves New York. Blonde Spider said, I think you'd really like New York. So if you want to take a gander, um, you can. If you don't, you don't. We'll talk about it. But I'm glad it's okay. on the table. No pressure, though, Nana, because you're already doing a lot, and I appreciate you. We all do. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. This is so much fun for me, though. I just love this. Yay, so and now I let's talk the... about your favorite. Oh, the Vanderpump Rules. Okay, let's just get it out there. Mm-hmm. What the hell is Jax up to now? Oh. He didn't. He didn't even get out of his wedding garb before he started pissing Itching. people off. Yeah. He's such an idiot. There were people. So we're going to be breaking down episode 12, All Dogs Go to Heaven. So Jax, uh, there was some people took some stills from last episode or the wedding episode where people were speculating that allegedly they saw cocaine on the table when Tom Sandoval walks into his little uh, room before the wedding when he's getting ready and that it looked like he had like some weed and possible I saw it shared in a lot of Bravo groups and also a line of coke now here's the deal that wouldn't surprise okay. me this dude is on something his jaw's always moving he's irritable it's either that or Adderall or just general assholeness I don't know this is all legend we don't know for sure but this is what people were saying that they saw I looked at the picture looked a little cocaine-ish it did you know he does he is kind of amped up and angry and it wouldn't surprise me with his background i mean would it surprise you if he was you know doing a little sugar booger or what is it called sugar booger wow booger sugar see obviously i don't know much about cocaine (laughs) how how would i know that anyway (laughs) yes i think something was getting him back up again because he was so drunk the night before his wedding yes so drunk, and then he wakes up really hungover, and all of a sudden he pops too, 
Right. That just doesn't happen with a Coke and French fries and a cheeseburger. No, it does. It happens with a little bumpity bump and a couple puffs of some weed. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, and then Sandoval's, his whole speech at the wedding. No, it wasn't Sandoval, was it? Who gave the big speech, long speech? You know, I fast forwarded through that episode. I told you guys last time I couldn't. Oh, it wasn't Sandoval. What's was the it other? Was it Schwartz? Schwartz. Yeah. yeah. It was his. He went on and on and on. <laughs> and anybody that that has given one of those speeches, you try to include. It's kind of like a eulogy. Yeah. You try to include everybody. <laughs> you don't just pick out certain things about you and them. And in front of the parents, you don't talk about yeah. And there's weed all over, and there's this <laughs> and that. You just don't do it. Yeah. So it it was kind of embarrassing. His whole speech. Yeah, chemist saying Jack says he smokes marijuana and he doesn't feel so anxious. Well, I don't think anxiety is his problem. I think asshole uh, uh, dickheadness is his problem. And I feel like everyone I know who smokes weed regularly is way more chill and kind than Jack. So he's getting the wrong kind of blend of weed or whatever you say. Uh, He needs to, like, study up on that shit. I know that him and Brittany do like their weed because you got to think Brittany's got to stay constantly medicated somehow to deal with that kind of narcissism on that level because right when they get home she's so excited because just the whole act of getting married is all she's ever wanted for some reason she doesn't care if it's with the right person she's like carry me in jacks and then he carries her over the threshold Uh. let's open up our gifts and i'm like you guys have a lot of money honestly i hate when super rich people get all these gifts. It's one thing to get a couple nice things, like Lisa Vanderpump gets you a teapot. That was super nice. You know, it's Tiffany. It's just one of those those wedding gifts that are something you're always going to have and cherish. But I feel like they should have really, and maybe they did. I didn't look into it. I didn't do my due diligence. But I feel like they should have donated um, some of it. They could buy a million things of dish towels. They make so much money on this damn show and then on Instagram and then with all the followers they have. So I just, it pisses me off when I saw all those boxes outside. I was like, you assholes don't need that. Jax is buying these useless cars and putting God knows what up his nose. You don't need dish towels, you know? But weren't they nice towels? I like towels. I I thought they were very nice, little black and white. They shack. were a nice towel. You're right. They were nice towels. I and thought he they were, was like a nice gift. He rolled his eyes right away, like ugh. And then he just and she was like, I loved it. I wish we could go back right now, Jax. I was so sad to leave. And he, he just kept saying, worst hundred dollars. It cost me a hundred thousand dollars. I'm glad it's over. It's like he couldn't. He's going to be like that the rest of your life. He's going to be that negative Debbie Downer. Talk. The worst kind of person is the person that spends a lot of money and then talks about how mad they are at spending it. First of all, you're bragging. People, a hundred thousand dollars could change some people's lives. And you're not even oh. grateful that you could do that. And you, it is a waste. But you love to be the center of attention. I mean, he is, yeah. And then just like Shonda says in the chat, Jax was complaining about the gifts were not good enough. Like, these better be good gifts because I have this kind of wedding. That's not what it's about. That's that's not what it's about. Uh, that is disgusting. That yeah. is disgusting. And I must have thought that I was going to get more gifts for my wedding. Because here are my little thank you cards. And it says Eileen and Paul Lunzer. I just over overbought these i remember and when it's you really found cute those in your drawer and you yes showed us, isn't that cute and i'm showing it to you again the ones you show okay because i'm like am i having deja vu or did she show us these already I've- no i know i showed you before but i just 
and I'm kidding because I got wonderful gifts and can had many showers. Can you send me one though? I would love to have a thank you card for a wedding I wasn't at, but hello, future daughter. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. Did you want me to thank you for being born or you just want a plain one? Um, I'll have a plain one if you have an extra it's, one it's, and you can oh, write yes. something for me too. I would like that. That would be nice. I, I never sent you a 40th birthday well, card. You know Maybe what? I'll write that. Why don't you do a thing? What I would think was cool is if you took one of those little cards and wrote out a couple fun memories you have from that day since I wasn't there because I was years from being born yet. But that would be cool because I would like to know a couple like fun memories you have from your wedding day. Does that sound cool? Oh, that sounds very nice. Yeah, like anything. Like I know. maybe something Grandma Francis said to you or maybe what you guys had for dinner or what you were feeling that day. Does that sound lame? I think it's cool. We had two different choices of meats. <laughs> and, I, and I still have. We went to Phelan Park Halls. Bonnie will know where this is. And we had two different choices of meats. And for the time, 1977, June 25th, that was a big amount of money to spend. My mom and dad paid for it. $6.75 a person for, for the food. That was big money back then. And I had a champagne fountain. Damn, Nana, you were balling out. Oh, get off Nana's party. You aren't here. I don't know what it I was, was going to say, was, but Nana's party it, is the best. <laughs> it was a wonderful day. And it was just a wonderful day. And my girlfriend, Linda, was my maid of honor. Aw. Well, she and like, don't I, do it, girl. We got to go have some fun. No, she was already married. She was already married, so. She was like, join you, the club. Join this club. <laughs> Shonda said, send the thank you card with a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> I love it. That would be so nice. I think that's just a perfect gift. Well, yes. Yeah. Nana, um. Yeah, send me a little card and a couple of memories you have, and then we'll read it on the podcast next time. That would be fun. So I oh, wish, that's nice. It's sad that they're not going to, you know, that they had such an over-the-top wedding, and, you know, they won't have, like, the nice memories like you do, because when she's looking back and signing the divorce papers and, you know, trying to get alimony or hopefully not child support, hopefully they've divorced before they have kids. She'll have two children before they divorce. Oh, is this your prediction? My prediction. And I, because she wants to get pregnant right away. And just look at how he's acting now. Are you sure? Think about this. Think about it. Long and hard. You are so right, that, Nana. It's so lo ugh. Long and hard, and I'm not talking about Jax, but think about no, it. There is nothing long and hard about Jax except for his attitude. <laughs> that's right. And would you like one of our invitations, too? I would love that, actually. All right. That's I'll probably nice. frame it and put it on my... Uh, oh, you know what? I might frame it and put it on my little kitschy wall that I have going on with all the things. Oh, I, I love that. I love that. So mm -hmm. let's just look at it for a minute just okay. because it's Eileen Mary and Paul Joseph and you line it up and it says Mary and Joseph. Was yeah. that meant to be? And then we had, then we had baby Jesus. We had baby Jesus Jolene. Okay. Nana, Nana, are you turning into Joe Biden? What's happening? I mean, you're repeating this again. <laughs> you told us this two episodes ago. <laughs> I knew it sounded familiar. <laughs> you were like, Mary and Joseph. Mary and Joseph. And it goes together because we're Catholic. <laughs> you know, that's fine. Maybe somebody didn't see that episode. And this is all new information for them. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
gosh. Oh my I, gosh. I, I am doing a Joe Biden. I'm so sorry. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, no, you, you're, you're, you're no Joe Biden. He's trash. Okay. So Shonda says, Oh, Brittany. Jolene. <laughs> what? It's just my opinion. Gosh. Oh, um, Shonda says, Brittany has been saying that they're trying to have a baby during the lockdown. That's not smart. It's a pandemic. Right? I mean, they if, they, if you can plan it, probably plan for after we figure out what's going on in the world. Right? It, it doesn't seem to touch a lot of people that have money. Because they're being able to be tested. That's right. all I have to say about that. Yeah. Should I go, oh, Nana, don't get political. <laughs> Who said that? No, I said, Did, you said that about me when I said I don't like Joe Biden. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you're very right. I'm going to just let that one go. Okay. And I agree with you with the whole. It's so funny that all the NBA stars and all the professional athletes and all the actors can find out they have corona. And they're like, well, they showed symptoms. Well, I know actual people who showed symptoms and they call the doctor and the doctor's just like, well, you know, just wait. We're not sure. Or do this. That's, like they're not having everyday they're not, people. They're, they're not getting that special attention. Mm-hmm. Henceforth, henceforth, our health care. Okay. Get off that soapbox. Get, Get off, off it, Jolene and Nana. We can't help it. It's life. Okay. Now, I have to know what you think about this whole falling out with the witches of WeHo. I mean, can you just imagine the people, the investors they had who invested in that wine, if there were investors, I'm assuming there were, um, people they partnered with, as Stasi's going, I can't promote a product I don't believe in. I mean, what do you Stop. think about this whole breakdown of the of their friendship? <sighs> Well, honey, I didn't think it was much of a friendship with Kristen anyway. Mm-hmm. All they did was make fun of her, and rightly so. Sorry, mm-hmm. Kristen. But <laughs> when did when did the wine come in? I don't remember the witches. Last of evil. year, it really wasn't on the show. I don't think, but I saw it on Instagram that they were doing it. And it's a cute little name. And you know what? I am all for people using their platform to start businesses and stuff. That that's fine. Um, and I thought it would probably sell. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I feel like they drink a lot of wine. The witch is a wee ho yeah. little thing. But I know you like that they pick on Kristen. However, what did you think about Katie throwing the ultimate shade at Kristen going, well, anyone can have a business by going on Pinterest and stealing your friend's quotes and putting them on T-shirts? I was like, Katie, if you think that's going to make you look less bitter, it is not, miss. It is not. Katie needs to get a life. Katie is sitting at home knitting or doing some damn thing. Do something for yourself, Katie. Mm -hmm. You're a young woman. You have brains. Go do something exciting for yourself. Not sit at home and sit there and knitting. I don't know. Or just wanting to like, we all want to watch TV, but it's like you have this, um, you know, kind of privilege now where you're you're able to pick yes. a fun direction to go in and you could go volunteer. You could do lots of stuff. Even Lala's pretending to volunteer at Vanderpump Dogs, you know. I know. Lala's picking up poop. Yeah, Katie's going to have to do something besides just be married to Schwartz for the show. And maybe she thought fighting with Kristen was going to be the thing that keeps her on the show. But I'll tell you, she's looking like exactly what Kristen said. She's looking very miserable. I get you're frustrated with Kristen, but the way they're so quick to throw her away rather than have like a conversation and it just seems it just it seems like Katie and Stassi this was how they were years ago 
with Kristen. Yes. And then Katie yes. and Stassi had the falling out. And then she was back on the same page with Kristen. And now that Stassi doesn't want anything to do with Kristen anymore, Katie's ready to throw her out. I get she's frustrated, but I feel like both Stassi and Katie were in shit dog relationships. I mean, Schwartz and Katie had so many issues. She was like throwing drinks at him, basically like almost uh, hitting him. And he was getting upset, you know, in the early season. And she was tequila Katie and rage texting. And then Stassi was with old Patrick Manbun for how long oh, and kept going oh, back I... to him. And she left the show. One of the reasons was to go, I think, be with Patrick in New York. So the fact that they're sitting on their self-righteous high horses saying, oh, we, I mean, she just loves to be miserable because she's not getting herself out of it. Katie's in a miserable marriage, which we saw previews for. Uh, upcoming episodes where Schwartz basically is saying you like what you just did makes you so unattractive. No wonder we don't have sex or I don't have sex with you. And the fact that Stasi was with that Patrick guy, like all of her twenties after Jax is hello, have a little bit of empathy. I get it. There's a lot of things about Kristen where yeah. I'm just like, you got to yeah. fix your shit, girl. You complain a lot. And I'm sure that's very annoying, but the fact that they think they're so much better, they're not. No, I, I I totally agree with you. I just think that, I don't know, I really like Stassi, but Katie I'm having trouble with. Yeah, no, I understand why. I mean, I like Stassi more than I like Katie. And I used to, I, I wanted to be so pro-Katie because I think they were giving her a good edit for a long time. But now that I, now I think we're seeing how she really is. And I just think she's kind of a freaking mean girl. She is a mean girl. Of course, so is so is Stassi, but it works for her. But it works for her because I feel like she owns it. Katie <laughs> just is like holier than thou, which doesn't work. Stassi will be like, I'm not holier than thou. I do Adderall or I used to do Adderall and I did this and I was effed up. Um, so she's a little more self-aware. Speaking of effed up, we they had a pool party for Dog, the little lizard that he had for like a day. What's that about? They ran out of storyline. That was <laughs> that was her, that was horrendous. No, I would have rather watched um, Danica, who, okay, Danica's really, to me, giving me <laughs> early season one Stasi vibes. I really like Danica. Um, in the beginning, I wasn't sure, but she's really giving me Stasi vibes. Let me know what you guys think in the chat. But I, I feel like she's smart. She stands up for herself. She's sassy. She might not always be right, but she's willing to at least have a personality on this show. She really does have a personality. She is a beautiful young woman. Why she's with Max? No, no, that's is... Dana. I'm talking about Dana. Oh no, that's Dana. <laughs> hang on, hang Dana's on. the one in this episode that is coming for Max, and Max is like, "I'm gonna 86 you from Tom Tom." It's like, bro, you can't 86 people because your feelings no. get hurt. It's a business. And she was like, "You are oh. not gonna 86 me from my sister restaurant." And then when the Toms find out that yes, it was for personal reasons, they're like, "Max, you can't do that." So you're talking about the other general manager. Yes, exactly. Dana. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, Danica. Okay. Danica is the uh, manager at over at Sir. Yes. Yes. Okay. Remember she got, got suspended because she like, got in a fight with her boyfriend or something like that. Um, I'm actually enjoying her because she's standing up to Max because Max needs to be put in his place. He thinks his shit don't stink. He's oh. not owning up to the fact that he's a fuckboy. He really is a fuckboy. And like 
no one's really calling him out except for her. And that's why he has a problem with it because he tends to want to be around women that uh, will let him kind of cheat and do his thing. And she's taken notes to save. And, you know, I'm sure she didn't want to save Dana in the beginning because she was kind of team Stassi and they were mean to Dana. But then she got over it. Our do you team, like Dana? Uh, she do you was like not her? team Stassi, team Sheena. Sorry. Um, do I like Dana? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Dana. Uh, I think she has, you know, bad taste in dick. But other than that, I don't have a problem with her. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I'm thinking to myself, why are you with him? She's way yes. too good for him. Way oh, too I know. good. I know. And then to come crawling back and opening the little gate and coming in and talking to him. Ish. No. Ish. He is. Run. He's a weak person. And he sucks. And he's also a racist. So who cares? Why do we even want yeah. To deal why with is him. he why is he on there? Right. Exactly. So then we have so we go from Dog's funeral, the poor little I felt so bad for that thing. And then I thought for a second, I was like, you know what? I'm mad at Schwartz because he probably didn't know anything about reptiles and he got this thing to look cool to be on TV. But then when I heard him speak a little bit more it seems like he did have them as kids. And I guess that can happen. But I wonder, like, it seemed he knew the temperatures the light bulbs had to be at and stuff for his uh, little lizard. But he still passed away. But I don't know a lot about lizards, but I felt bad for that little guy. He deserved a better life than living at Katie's house. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Was Katie feeding him? I would check into that. She probably killed him. I mean, <laughs> it's not, I don't want to start any rumors. I would check into that. She probably got but, mad, and instead of rage texting, she's rage murdering reptiles. I don't know, you guys. I just don't put it past her. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So then um, we had... Are, are we running to the birthday party for Sandoval? Let's go to the birthday party. What did you think of the extra birthday party? Oh, my God. What? You know, they just came off a big trip, and that was to that wedding. And then they have to have this birthday party that didn't seem like much. Yeah. I mean, so so he put on stilts. So what? Mm -hmm. He just likes to look at himself in the mirror, and I like to look at him too. Okay? <laughs> um, now, what did we think of everybody else's costume? Now, did what did we think of Jack's not even trying? He's such no. a hater, dude. No, he's not going to get into anything because... The party's over for him. All this planning of that damn wedding. Mm -hmm. Now this is about Sandoval and he can't stand it. You're exactly right. So Shonda's saying in the chat, Jax just can't stand it if he's not the center of attention. And you know what? Brittany um, appeases him. Um, Kristen does. Like a lot of people have been appeasing him. And I love that Sandoval and Ariana are like, no, screw you. And then it looks like in the next upcoming episode yeah. for Jax's birthday, he's having a theme and he dresses up. It's He's just, he's a bitter Betty he is just unhappy. Oh. And I just sometimes see him look at Brittany and you can see that he's disappointed. You can see that his narcissism and his attitude thinks he deserves better than her. Oh, you know, and the saddest little face at that whole wedding was her dad. Right. Oh. oh wouldn't you hate giving your daughter away to a narcissistic sociopath like that? Oh, honey, mom and dad did not look happy at that wedding. Well, I think the mom is more like... Yeah, she's more kind of given up, but the dad and the brothers tried last season. And Brittany no, they like, just... I'm so happy because Lisa said, oh, you're the happiest bride I've ever seen. But she looked like dumb happy, like, uh, you know, just like, I don't know where I am. That's what it seemed like. 
I know, and her mouth's gaping open as she's going down mm-hmm. the... Yeah, it was it was kind of sad. Ugh. Okay, so let's talk about James. We saw a lot of storyline with James in this episode <sighs> where he is dealing with his sobriety. Here's the thing. James and Lala are talking about AA. Do you want to know what the number one rule about AA is? It's like Fight Club. You're not really supposed to talk about AA, right? You're not really supposed Correct. to talk about it. Correct, but anybody in AA does talk about it. But, but on a national television, like it's just kind of like, why no, don't you just say no. your recovery program or something? It kind of irks me because now I know, I didn't know that for a while that you weren't supposed to. Maybe they just don't know. But I also feel like, okay, so Lala reached out to Raquel, which I thought, yay, good, finally, apologize to Raquel because I think Lala's been out of line to Raquel for a long time. She's projected her anger for James and her own self onto Raquel, and Raquel hasn't done anything. Yeah, she should break up with James. We all know that. But a lot of these people should break up with the person that they're with. So I think she just sees she sees Raquel as a threat. She'll never admit it, but she feels she sees her as yes. a threat. Yes. And she also sees her as below her because we see previews for an upcoming episode where Lala says to her at like Katie's party, I think at her house, she says, you need to, you forgot where your place is and I'm going to show you. And you see Ariana's like this, like drunk. I love Ariana and drunk Ariana. She gave her a face just like, what's this bitch talking about? Cause who are you Lala? Know your place. I don't know who told Lala she's the queen of Vanderpump rules, but honey, you're not, you are not. Your storyline is boring. You're volunteering at Vanderpump Dogs. You're talking about AA, which you're not supposed to talk about. And you're supposed to be worried about your own. Clean up your own house. You're not supposed to be worried about James. You want James. Somewhere inside her, she's obsessed with James. Why? Why? Mm -hmm. And is James really going to AA? I highly doubt it. We went to one meeting, and that one meeting is not a recovery make. (laughs) It's a staff. You don't get... You don't get a little coin for your first meeting. I never anyway. got a little coin. I feel rejected. <laughs> you don't get the coin for your first meeting. Well, you maybe get it for they... di- for days of sobriety. Of course, it could be a different, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe they... they changed it because now, you know, we all get a participation trophy. So maybe it's like the participation trophy that now it, it could be. It could be. It's like, thanks for coming. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I just was excited about the coffee and donuts. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Kem and Shonda are saying in the chat, Shonda saying Lala is such on her high horse. And uh, uh-huh. Kem says Lala lives in delusional world. She really does. The fact that you are going to talk down to this young woman when you are supposed to be all about feminism and uplifting young women and then no Raquel is so much younger than all of them she's trying her best I mean we all learn in our early 20s the hard way we all not all of us but I know I've dated a James like idiot I I mean I think if anything they should reach out to Raquel not call her stupid but just be like hey if you need as someone who's an elder to you or whatever, if you ever need anything, like reach out to me, but I'll stay out of your business. But I think you deserve to, to get respect. And I don't think people should text you that. And if you ever just want to talk, like I'm here for you. That's how you help young women, not by calling them stupid. You know, no, you should be no. on James's ass for treating her poorly, not on Raquel's ass. And why is Lisa wasting her time having James over so he can lie to her some more? <sighs> I just, I I don't know. I also thought it was weird that when Raquel and James came into Vanderpump Dogs and Lala's there pretending to volunteer, that Lisa, there was this moment that seemed so disingenuous for Lisa. Where after they left, Lisa went over and she was like, oh my God, that was so awkward. And it was like something Lisa wouldn't say. It seemed 
almost yes. like you're I, trying I thought, to play with the kids. I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was really odd myself. Yeah. And the idea that she's still trying with James, I don't know why. Lisa. I feel like she he, thinks because she knows his mom and she feels like because he's, you know, her son's age, she feels this little responsibility because Lisa obviously does have like a motherly, despite being a businesswoman, and she knows how to capitalize off, you know, these kids and stuff. But I do think there is this like, she's a mother. There's this like motherly want for um, them to all do well and to be okay because she feels a little bit of a responsibility. You know, I think you did sum that up very well because I just, I I can't find the saving grace in James. I'm sorry. I still think James is more redeemable and you can save him long before you can save Jax because Jax is too far in. He's 41. It's like he's not changing. Yeah. He doesn't even realize he has a problem. James, I think he's not there yet. He might have said he's an alcoholic, but I still think he wants to blame everyone else, and he does just want to get drunk and high and party. So we'll see. He is getting older, and like I said, this will get less and less em- for us to be able to a- empathize with him, and it'll get less and less cute because the stuff he was sending to Raquel was just straight nasty. This young woman. That was Horrible. I wish she knew her worth because I really feel like Raquel could bring a lot to the table. And I I have seen people out there just trashing Raquel, but she's got a good heart. You know, she might not be making the best relationship decisions and stuff, but like Kem says in the chat, you know, she's not a mean person and they don't respect her. And this is where I would love as an older woman to like go up to Raquel and be like, you need to make these bitches respect you. And if they don't, then they will know that that's a problem for them, not for you. You know, because the way you never, what's Lala going to do? Take off one of her big ass hoop earrings, one of those stupid scarves and do what, Utah? And do what? You want to get a felony? I'd go right in front of her. I'd go, get a felony. There you go. Do you think your rich man's going to bail you out when you're beating up people when you're 30 years old and sober? What's wrong in your life that you literally want to try to check (laughs) a 22-year-old? Like, that would be me. I'd be like, go ahead. Take your felony. Take your shot. Because what are you going to do, Lala? Who do you think you're scaring? You have no oh. street cred. You have no cred, period. What? You just SDs for Range Rovers. What do you do? What do you do? I don't get it. I hate when I feel like someone like or a group of people are picking on someone, especially a young woman like Raquel. Because I think she would, if you see her in the group with the other young girls at Vanderpump Rules, I think it looks like she just wants to have like some friends and stuff. I just, I feel for her. I don't know. I just, I yeah, don't feel I, for her. Well, I like Raquel, too. I do. You um, like I didn't Raquel. Think, <laughs> I didn't think much of her in the beginning because she was with Toadface, but... No. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, Lisa, I think you're trying too hard with him. Sorry, trying too you hard with You think it's Jace. like a waste of time for her at this point? Well, I really do. I mean... If he's not going to take it serious, and he's not, you know, he thinks he's kidding people that he can drink on the side. People know when you're drinking. Yeah, you might not. You might think you're you're fooling everybody, but mm-hmm. people know. Kem said, "I love Kem." Kem said, "I'd tell her to get you some." I would be just like Kenya and be like, "You, if you're feeling froggy, Lala, then jump, jump, 
jump. There you because go. I, like I it. hate, I hate someone that just runs their mouth like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you literally going to be trash and physically assault someone? Because then do it. But if you're just going to run your mouth, that doesn't scare me. It shouldn't scare Raquel. But I think no. she somehow intimidated Raquel. I was proud of Raquel for going to coffee with her. But you could tell when she was saying, I want you to apologize for calling me stupid. Her little lip was quivering. And I'm like, don't be scared of Lauren from Utah. She's got nothing you want, nothing you can't have. She has gotten all those things by being extremely, you know, just having, I, I mean, being deceitful. She's gotten those things from being deceitful. Now, and I can't say slutty because that's something Slut you're shaming. shaming. Nana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, but she's proud of the fact that she's S the D's to get the things. And okay, but how does that make you better than this young woman that just happens to be in love with an addict? You know, and I don't think yeah. it's a Britney type of love where I do think Britney was a lot more opportunistic than we think. And we've seen the sides of Britney throughout the years now where we know she's not innocent little Britney. And I'm not saying Raquel's totally innocent. I just I don't see the need for Lala to go so hard on her. I just no. it makes me want to jump up through the television or go down to Sir with my 40 year old ass and be like, Bring it, Lauren. I outweigh you by like 80 pounds. Let's see what happens, you know. I'll take a felony at this point, you know what I mean? You do. You fun. do not. No, stop <laughs> um, No, but just there's a point where she's going to have to stand up and say, you will never speak to me like that. And if Lauren, uh, if Lauren from Utah starts to be like, what are you going to do? Lauren from Utah, you're going to punch me in the face and ruin your little perfect wedding to your old man fiance. Is that what you're going to do? Are you going to put your Tupac t-shirt on and pretend you have some street cred? Is that what you're going to do, Lauren? Like, no. Uh, be nice. No. Be nice. You were once the outcast. Why must the once picked on girl become the mean girl? You should be friends with Raquel. I hate that shit. Yeah, Shonda what? says Lala is the queen of hold me back. She thinks she's tough, but you can always make sure someone is there to hold her back. So fake. I love those kind of girls. And by love, I mean I hate those kind of people, period. It was like, if they weren't here, and it's like, well, move your hands. What are you going to do? It's until you stick up to, you know, for yourself to the bullies, and you might take a punch in the face, but it's worth it then to have this person continually harassing you. Just to say, well, then do something. Just then like do Ken something. Said, then do something. What are you going to do? Bring it on. Bring what are you going to do, Lauren? Tell us how, again, on Instagram Live, how you don't think God would give you coronavirus, which is what she did because your wedding's coming up. Oh, oh. my God. Oh. I Just, used to uh, like Lala. That's what I think it pisses me off because she's disappointed me. She wants to be with Stassi and Katie. She wants to be this mean girl. She wants to pretend she's a queen. Telling someone to know their place. No. Girl, you were the hostess. And you tried to leave the show. First, you were an Instagram model. Um, and then you were the hostess. And then you met a rich guy. And then supposedly, you know, allegedly there might have, you might have been the reason, you know, his little marriage didn't work out. And his actual wife, I don't know if you know Randall's actual first wife, but I follow no. her on Twitter. She's a really good actress. Um, she was in the series You on Netflix. She makes a jewelry line. She actually is pretty funny. She um, put up a video when the whole 50 Cent, uh, whatever her name is, Lala and Randall drama was going on. And when Lala was talking about, you know, my PJs, my PJs, my PJs. I'm going to wear PJs on the PJ, her private jet. And then she made a little video going, you guys, I'm getting on my PJ. And she had like this pretend money and it was really funny. <laughs>
and she's got two kids with Randall. And she's actually looks a lot like Lala before Lala got all the work she's had or whatever injectables in her face. But she's actually, uh, I like her. I like her. I wish she would, I wish Lala would be a little more like her. You seem to like the lady's life. Maybe you could pick up some of her good qualities. Do you know what I mean? You settled into her family and house pretty well. Maybe you could pick up some of her good qualities. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just into dragging Lala this episode, Nana. What do you think? That's okay. I don't give Lala two thoughts. I really don't. I just don't. I don't have time for Lala. I yeah. just don't. I don't like a bully. If you, if I feel like someone's getting getting bullied, I will literally jump on the side of that person. And even if they're in the wrong, if I feel like you're getting ganged up on, or t- this is always how I've been. Like I just, it infuriates me to see a bully. It infuriates me, yeah, to see someone who just doesn't deserve to be picked on like that be picked on. I don't like it. Right. I don't like it. That is a good human being, Jolene. <sighs> I don't know, Nan. I think I got to get my life right. I think I got to get my life right. I need to be less invested in these kids. God darn it. <laughs> That's it's okay. Now, let's just mention again, Linda's got the top. Um, you two are in sync that, because Linda just wrote in the chat, tub tops. I think she meant tube tops, but maybe she's got tub oh, tops. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I had tub tops now, but here, <laughs> here it is again. You can have one of these. Maybe you just like to give a little tonight. And if not, that's okay. It's nice that you're here with us. It's nice that you're here with us. I love you, I feel, Nana. I feel like this is a I, telethon. I feel like Jerry Lewis. Right? Okay. Come on. <laughs> if you want to give to the channel, feel free to super chat, or you can um, send it directly to PayPal, Jolene Lenzer at yahoo.com. Support the channel if you want to. If not, we just appreciate you being here. So this episode of Vanderpump Rules, I thought it was good. I thought we're seeing a little bit more of the new players. Danica's rising up as a new Stasi, and I'm here for it. I am here for a young woman who shuts up a fuckboy. Like, I am here. Nana, do you even know what a fuckboy is? Yes, it's kind of what we would call a pool boy. Oh, what's a pool boy? A boy that is attentive to your needs and you can kind of just run right over him. No, a fuckboy is actually a guy who will tell a girl anything to get them to hook up with them, a complete jerk who flirts with multiple girls at a time and makes them believe they're individually special. They tell a girl they like them and act like they're in love, kind of like Max did to Dana, like we're kind of exclusive or we're together so that they can get something out of it like sex, pictures, hooking up. Uh, someone who should not be trusted and is the reason a lot of people have trust issues like don't F with a fuck boy. Oh, I thought that was junior high. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> is that what you experienced in junior high? I mean, there's a junior high in the nineties and probably in the seventies was just full of fuck boys, right? Like if I, you, did you have I, an encounter with a fuck boy? I don't think I did. No, I would I love these people from afar. And they were always the ones that were just a little little off, maybe because I was. What do you mean by but, off? What were they doing? Writing well, they poetry? weren't like, uh, no, they weren't like on the football team or anything like that. You know what I mean? You were like they me. I always liked the like skateboarders or the competitive rollerbladers or, you know, the people who were like, I wear wide leg pants. Nobody understands me. Here's this band you've never heard of, you know? Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like a football player, you know? Yeah. Like I yeah, didn't that have time never, for them. 
Yeah, that never did it for me. The sporties, you know, there was the sporties, the jocks. Yep. And then the real druggies, and then we were somewhere in between. What was dad, a real druggie? <laughs> no. Oh. It's no, a he joke. Was, he was the new boy at school. Well, he was a sporty, but then he got kicked out of his school because he wouldn't cut his hair, and he got kicked off the team. He was asked to leave if he wasn't going to cut his hair. So anyway. And he came to your school and it was fate because you had to make a future YouTuber slash stand-up comedian who was going to talk about dicks with their mom on the internet. I could just feel that this was going to happen in my life. It's in the stars, <laughs> Nana. Oh, my gosh. I'm having so much fun with you. I don't want it to end, but I know we have to have it end. Uh, like Kemp says, remember to like this video. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't. Also, feel free, you guys. Head to iTunes. Give us a rate and review. Five star. Write a little something up. It can be all about Nana if you want, who is, like Fonda said, the true star of this podcast. Oh, say you guys. I, oh. You are. And let's look at Nana's just, toilet paper tree one more time. Thank you. Ready? She loves the prices right. So she's a Barker's Drew Carey's beauty, a butthole's oh, I, beauty with the TP. Very nice. So, very nice. So let's leave it on maybe like, um, you know, a little positive something happening okay. right now or maybe like positive thoughts or something, you know, some kind of good things that we can put out there about what's going on right now. You know, just like how we're feeling. And then you guys feel free to put in the chat how you're feeling. Oh, and we'll that's just have good. a little closing moment where we all, because we all really are, it is a time as much as we laugh and we have to. We have to laugh. We have to stay entertained. We have to stay inside. We are really saving people's lives and saving our own lives by just, you know, doing the best we can to stay away and try to slow this thing down. And, you know, hopefully, ugh. Um, who won the TP, Kim? Linda Burke won the TP. Linda Burke coming in with the $9.99. Nana's giving you you the Arsenio Hall. What was that even called? It was like, he was just like, yeah. Arsenio Hall was so cool back in the day. He was. And I remember Johnny Carson not liking him because someone started doing, well, someone started doing that at his show that, get over yourself, Johnny. and, And he looks at the person in the audience, they didn't show him. And said, you're at the wrong show. Ouch. Like serious? Anyway. Yeah, serious. So let's, like, you were bringing the show to a close. And I appreciate that. Um, But let's just remember a couple words. Okay. I love Anna words. I love them. Well, it's helped me. And I hope it helps all of you out there. Mint ice cream. I have a half gallon in the freezer. (laughs) And it's going to be mine. And Paul hasn't found it yet. So hopefully he's not joining us in the podcast because I hear him running up the steps and I don't hear that. So it's mine. He fell asleep. And so you got to see what Naz got to do. She knows Papa goes to bed earlier than her. So she waits till he goes to bed and he goes, I've been there for this, you guys. He goes, we got any treats? Got any like something sugary? I feel like a little sweet. Naz's like, no, I, I, oh God, wish we did. Night, night. And then he goes to sleep. And then Nana goes, Come here. And then we oh, he go open up the freezer drawer underneath the bottom because there's like two shelves. And then she pulls something out. She's like, I've been hiding this. <laughs> he'll never he'll never lift up anything to look for it. So no. I just throw some mixed vegetables on top of it. Oh, that's and- the beauty of husbands. I don't know if it's just once you get married. 
uh, you can hide things so easy from a husband because they just, it's like, I always say, chill, don't guy look. Cause he literally, it's right here. But if I have this mouse on top of it, he's just like, I, I don't see it. You said it was on the desk. I'm like, oh, it's, it's on the desk. Yeah. And then I go, it's right there. He goes, well, you didn't say it was on the laptop. I'm like, but the laptop's on the desk. When you first get married, those three little words, I love you. And about a month later, it's, where is my? Hey, <laughs> I hate those three words. Where is my? Where is my? I just feel like, you know, it's over here. It's over there. <laughs> but I do feel grateful to, like, especially when we're quarantined and kind of locked down and can't go outside and things are closed down and we're all just trying to figure out our new normal and figure out, you know, what's the future of this, um, that I do have, you know, um, someone that I really love and that is willing to put up with me going, hey, look at me. Hey, do you want to do this? I literally ask him every day if he wants to make five different videos and the answer oh. is usually no. Usually oh, no. I thought, I thought you were talking about me. Okay, chill too. Oh, you left me, Nana. You, I said, stay in California with me. See this thing out. You don't have a job. You're retired. And you said no. And you know why, you guys? Because once grandchildren are born, the children, bleh. Gross. Ew, I can't believe they ever came from my body. These other ones, these fresh ones are so much better. <laughs> it was so exciting to see the kids. It really was. I'm not going to lie. It was so wonderful to see them. And Frankie got his little haircut, and he looks like just a little man now. And Lucy came running up to Papa yesterday and said, Papa, they were outside. He, she says, Frankie said the F word, but I don't think he meant it. <laughs> So Frankie's going to be three. <laughs> what did he Frankie say? Frankie said F-word? the F word. I don't know. Lucy told Papa, Frankie said the F word, but I don't think he meant it. Okay. <laughs> so she is a little narc, so we will find but things But she's out. also a narc who's protecting him, going, he did say it, I have to tell you, but I don't think he, he meant it. He didn't mean it. <laughs> well, we hope you all are taking care of yourself. Be safe. Yes. Blonde Spider says in the chat uh, that you have a cold, but uh, it's just a cold. You've never been so excited to have a cold. I hear that. And uh, yeah. I'm just checking for a fever. Uh, Shonda says, I'm living off diet Pepsi and red vines. No rules in quarantine. Yes. I yes. like it. I started to choke, not on the red vines, but on the red licorice. Last night, because I was laying too far back, I had to sit up and eat it. <laughs> Nana, oh. do you know how many times Nana has almost choked on, like, peanut M&Ms and things? Her life has almost come to an end too many times, Nana, on peanut M&Ms. You have to sit up when you're eating. <laughs> Night of Light says in the chat, F word equals Frankie. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Night of Light, it really does. I mean, going to be three in June. Really? I know it's oh, a, okay. Well, it's a different, you know. They got YouTube, and now he knows how to work the tab, and it's just, it's so much. And then you, you know, if your dad says it one time, because my brother used to say when people drive bad on the roads, he would go scumbag. And so all of a sudden, one day we heard Frankie. He goes, but he forgot the S, so he was said the he said comeback. <laughs> he was calling people comebags, and we're like, what? So it, you know, kids pick up things, and yeah, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, so we really, we really appreciate you being with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you yes. for tuning in. Um, we'll get Billy Ball on here one day. We will. Um, Anna, you were always a joy, always a pleasure. You tell the best stories. You go on the best tangents. Oh, and I love doing this with you. And I can't wait I for Beverly Hills to start. Oh, I can't either. I love you. And I just want to do one shout out to Nini. 
Nini, I'm thinking about you. Love you. Okay, kids. Night yes. night. Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Good night, everybody. In. Don't forget to like this video and comment after it posts. Thank you to everyone listening on iTunes. Take care of yourselves. We'll be back next week. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to Bravo podcast. You did it. You got through it. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media, Married, the number two, Bravo, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Chell. Thank you, Producer Tilly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jolene. You're the best. I love you. Oh, this is going to make people barf. Bye. Bleh.